Shortland Street. His eyes mist over, and he holds the last note long enough that the television has gotten well into the second verse before he's finished. He shakes his head. That's just beautiful, he says. That song? Just beautiful. And for the next half hour, we watch comings and goings at a hospital. Kelly is sitting outside, looking through the fly screen at me. Once the program is over, Otto stretches and says, Rightio, time for bed. And I think, here we go, this will make things clearer. He leads me into the pink room and sits on the edge of the bed, chatting about what we'll do tomorrow. I'll take you into town so you can get acquainted with the general store. Then we'll go and show you the sheep. Kelly needs some tick drops, so remind me about those. I don't know what the protocol is, so I change into the T-shirt I sleep in while he's talking. I don't turn my back to him when I take my top off, but he just carries on, and so I sit next to him on the bed and he tells me about his sheep. The ex-wife's show sheep. Merinos, she insisted on, even though I told her, too dry out here, they take looking after. She went on and on, and then once I got them for her, she lost interest. Expensive buggers they are too. And then, well, she went, and so I just used them for meat. I told her right off the bat, those sort of sheep are no good out here where there's no grass. Need a desert sheep, something tough and wiry. She wouldn't listen, though, just like with her puffy little dog she brought along. Me and Kelly were clear to her about that dog. We warned her. No good with your peekin' fucking eases a farm. Carpet snake, I reckon. Took it under the house. Probably swallowed the nut hole. He laughs, and his stomach shakes. I smile at him, hoping it's a joke, and slide under the sheets, which are crinkly and new. Otto stalls in his chat and looks at me. He sighs and wipes his large old hand over my cheek. Geez, he says. I always wanted a daughter. He smiles, and his eyes are filling, and he raises a finger to his eyelashes before pulling himself together. Wait there a second, he says, and disappears out of the room. When he comes back, he is carrying a plush brown bear holding a velvet heart and a disposable camera. For you he says, with that same soppy look about him. I take the bear and I smile. Thanks. He's really nice, I say, and sit the bear on my lap. Otto walks back a few feet and aims the camera at me. I smile, hug the bear. He uses up all the film in his camera just on me and that bear. Sweet dreams then, pet, he says, and I get a kiss on the forehead. I smile back at him, and he sighs again from the doorway, looking back at me with those wet eyes, 
before he turns out the light and closes the door. The window throws a checkered light on the Winnie the Pooh poster. In the morning, because the land is so flat, I can see that the sheep, far off in the distance, are penned. You can have the use of the push bike till you learn to drive. There's a spare truck in the shed I've been fixing up, and that'll be yours once you know how. Otto pinches my arm like he's a fun uncle. I smile at the idea of it, owning a truck. I could pick Karen up and bring her for a visit once the waterhole fills again. We drive off to meet the sheep. As we get closer, I can see how ill they look. Patches of wool missing, ribs poking out. There's a smell of shit, and you can see the maggots eating.